Welcome back to the Born to Prosper 90-day devotional series. And today we want to have a look at day 66, the title of our devotion, Do Things Prosper in Your Hand? Our scripture verse, Ezra 5 verse 8, Bible says, Let it be known to the king that we went into the province of Judea, to the temple of the great God, which is being built with heavy stones and timber and is being laid into the walls. And this work goes on diligently and prospers in their hands. Today's devotion. The governor of, of a region came to inspect the building of the temple that Zerubbabel and Joshua were building. His feedback report to King Darius said, This work goes on diligently and prospers in their hands. Do things or areas of responsibility prosper in your hands? Are you diligent with what you have been tasked to do? Can your company, your employer, rely on you in their absence, knowing that things will get done? One of the saddest things our modern economy has had to introduce into the workplace are line managers. Someone has had to be employed to make sure another person does their work. Line managers, supervisors, and all kinds of titles have had to be created to ensure people are checked on or know that they are being checked on to deliver quality work. I understand the need for positions due to scale or growth, but we should never need to be supervised as children of God. We should be standout examples of diligence, excellence, and dependability in everything we do and represent. The Bible says in Proverbs 25, 19 in the Living Bible, putting confidence in an unreliable man is like chewing with a sore tooth or trying to run on a broken foot. Proverbs 25, 21 in the New King James says, whoever has no rule over his spirit is like a city broken down without walls. So often people desire increased prosperity and promotion, but delay or even disqualify themselves due to unreliability. The Bible tells us of the capture of four young boys by the Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar. Their names were Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Even though they found themselves in unfair conditions and situations, they made up their minds to be better than their captors. They served the God of Abram, Isaac, and Jacob and refused to compromise their faith and witness by becoming like everyone else. They had God to represent, as do you and I. We represent an excellent, faithful, loving God, and that is why we should display in the marketplace and what we should display. The Bible says that when the king later on interviewed them, he found them to be 10 times better than the locals. Daniel 1.20 says, And in all matters of wisdom and understanding about which the king examined them, he found them 10 times better than all the magicians and astrologers who were in his realm. In other words, things prospered in their hands. What was the eventual outcome for being diligent and reliable? Well, Daniel 2, 48, 49 says, Then the king promoted Daniel and gave him many great gifts, and he made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon and chief administrator over all the wise men of Babylon. Also, Daniel petitioned the king, and he set Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego over the affairs of the province of Babylon. But Daniel sat in the gate of the king. Proverbs 22, 29 says, Do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown men. So Jesus himself spent much of his ministry addressing faithfulness, diligence, and hard work. In his teaching of the talents, he was preparing his disciples to understand the importance of continuing to prosper his ministry and kingdom in his absence. We know the story that the staff member who was given five talents doubled them to produce ten. So too the staff member with two talents. He doubled his to make four. Things prospered in their hands. Yet the staff member who was given one talent was not diligent or faithful and as a result lost his job. Jesus went as far as to call him lazy and wicked. 
You can see that in Matthew 25, 14 to 30. So make a decision today that you will be a person who will be diligent and cause things to prosper in your hands. As we reflect on today's devotion, do things prosper in your hands? It's one of the greatest, I think, modern day challenges and battles we face in society today is this modern generation. And again, when I say modern, I don't say it critically because I'm part of it. I'm older now in the natural and when I was younger, rules were different. And as we raise a young generation in the marketplace today, we have this sort of culture that if things are hard, well, just quit or leave it or make an excuse. In the sporting realm today, in the schooling systems, we are seeing things like participation trophies for everybody so that we don't make those that didn't come first, second or third feel out. And so we start to award everybody or reward everybody for just arriving, but not really rewarding everybody for winning. And that is one of the greatest reasons why the Bible itself is such a book that is so controversial because people always think, surely God is a God of love, and He is. God is a God of mercy, and He is. But God is also a God that needs us to produce fruit. He's designed us to have dominion. He's designed us to conquer. He's designed us to overcome. So, and in that quest, when the Bible says in Genesis 1:28, have dominion over, the Bible never speaks about having dominion over human beings, but having dominion over his creation. And so we should never have this mindset that we destroy people in the quest for success or we soften the requirements or we soften the expectation or the accountability because we're feeling sorry for people. I mean, we should help people develop and get better. But accountability is a kingdom principle. Holding somebody accountable to a result if they are employed, as we looked at yesterday when we spoke about prosperity employees, you can't have people on staff and saying, well, they're just making up the numbers and I'm too afraid to ask them to produce something for me because I don't want to offend them. I don't want to hurt their feelings, which is this modern day cry that the minute you have to take responsibility, you cry wolf or you play the victim card. And I want to say to you today, don't ever allow yourself to fall prey to that. Don't fall into that trap of where you start listening to all the naysayers and you fall victim to your future development because you've allowed yourself to go with the crowd or the masses that just say, well, I feel sorry for us or the government must bail us out or my parents, it's their fault or, you know, it's never my fault. It's always somebody else's fault. And until you don't take responsibility, which is one of the fundamental desires that a human has, believe it or not, is the desire to take responsibility. And God put it in us when he put us into a garden and he said, tend the garden, keep the garden. He said, have dominion over the garden, the earth, in other words. And so you are designed. You have an inherent desire in you to not remain the same and to overcome. But it starts with being faithful over little and ruler over much. So whatever you get given, whatever your hand finds, do it with your full and maximum ability. Don't shy away from responsibility because it's hard or it's barren or it's lonely or no one's watching me and I'm not seeing what I thought I should see right now, so therefore I'm going to try something new. When a woman falls pregnant or she conceives in the womb a child, it takes nine months. There's always a process to God's increase and God's breakthrough. But in the journey of that process, there has to be continual growth and prosperity increase. And so whatever you are given, David was given his father's sheep in the backside of the desert. And at one time when he was about to take down Goliath, Saul questions him because he was so young and even tried to put his armor on him, speaking of trying to make him somebody that he wasn't. And David fortunately said to him, I can't wear your armor. I'm going to take him down authentically, which we've had a look at in the days that have passed. I'm going to use my authenticity to bring him down. 
And he did. But notice this. David then says to him, he says, don't worry about Goliath because I've already killed the lion. I've killed the bear. So whatever was in my hand prospered. No one had to supervise me. No one had to watch what I was doing. I took responsibility and the eyes of the Lord roamed to and fro. And I want to say to you today, God's eyes roam to and fro over the earth, watching what you do in private and watching what you are responsible for in private. And as you do that, God is busy setting you up for your Goliath, for that big breakthrough in the future. But be faithful when, you, when no one is watching. Be faithful when it seems mundane or it's not a major wow, but it's just, it's responsibility. And I want to say to you, let things prosper in your hand and then you'll be like Daniel. When the interview comes, you'll be found 10 times better and you'll get the promotion. That's what God does. Amen. So come on, let's declare God's word over our life today. So Father, I come to you today in Jesus' name and I thank you that I can be a person of diligence and faithfulness and responsibility. Thank you that whatever I've been given will prosper in my hands. Help me to represent you with excellence and to be 10 times better in the marketplace. I declare this over my life today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, what action steps will you apply today to live prosperously? What areas of your life have you perhaps been slacking off or you've been procrastinating or you know that you need to pick up your game? I would encourage you, go back to your place of employment Go back to your business, whatever you are, if your career or you own a business. And come on, let's be 10 times better. Let's represent our Lord and Savior with excellence and watch what God is going to do. He is going to bless what's in your hand and you are going to prosper. Can't wait to be with you tomorrow on the other side of this on day 67. Have an amazing day today. Be blessed.